Hi everybody, my name is Natasha and welcome to the Modern African Mama podcast, a podcast where I talk about how my experience growing up and being parented in a traditional African manner has impacted my own parenting style. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Modern Mama podcast. How's everyone been doing? I hope everybody's had a good week. Um, I'm actually recording this on a Monday Australian time, but I think most places in the world it's going to actually be uh, Sunday night. So, um, jumping into it today, so we're going to start off as usual with a little emotional check-in. So how have you guys been doing? Um, I have, um, I think over the past few weeks, like I've been telling you guys, we're in lockdown. So it's now the 10th week of lockdown. So as you can imagine, I'm going a bit crazy. Mm, I think in the previous weeks, I've pretty much just been okay. Like not fantastic, but not too low, low. But I will say that over the weekend, I kind of fell off the ledge and I was just feeling really, really low, really down. I was basically just looking for opportunities to just go and have a nap the whole weekend. So as soon as the kids napped, I would go have a nap. As soon as my husband came home from work, I would go have another nap. So I wasn't feeling fantastic. Uh, Today's Monday and I've managed to get a bit of work done, so that's okay. But yes, I was feeling extremely low. I don't think I've ever felt that low. So it's just something that I just need to keep in check because again, like I always say, how you are emotionally really has an impact on your kids, really has an impact on the kind of day you're going to have and the kind of day that your kids are going to have. So me going and having a nap every five minutes was obviously not great, but because it's not an everyday thing, Uh, I knew that it was going to be okay and I knew that the kids were going to be okay but I just need to keep uh, checking in with myself and making sure that it's not something that's going to escalate. Okay so that was the emotional check-in for this week. Like I said I hope you guys are while you're listening to this just doing a bit of a mental check-in as well um, because it is really important especially in these crazy times that we're living in okay so now we're moving into the next segment and this is a much more upbeat segment it's the story time so story time is basically where I talk about something interesting that that has happened throughout the week with my kids or something that I have noticed or just you know just anything really So this week I wanted to talk a little bit about my oldest daughter and how much she loves her baby sister. So I was dropping her off to childcare last week and the teacher was like she will look for any opportunity to talk about her sister and it is true like she will be having conversations and she will randomly find a reason to insert her sister in. Like she would just be like, my baby sister is crying or my baby sister is sleeping and it has no context. Um, There's no context to the conversation. She just finds a way to insert it. So she just loves her baby sister. And in turn, um, her baby sister also really looks to her and you can tell the difference for when she's not there 
Uh, and then she comes back home and they give each other little hugs and it's just so cute. And I'm really, really enjoying this time because I know that potentially sometime very soon they're going to start fighting like cats and dogs because my sister and I used to fight so much. <laughs> so so much so I'm just hoping that that does not come back to haunt me because I remember how much my mom hated it and then now I'm thinking oh that's gonna be me sometime soon but at the moment they're getting along great mostly because the baby obviously can't talk but once she starts talking I foresee that changing so that's my little story time for the week guys so today I really wanted to talk about um how you lose your identity when you become a mum or a parent in general but I feel like this is particularly something that really happens to mums so it can happen to dads as well but I think it's more prevalent in mums because we're the ones that tend to take time away from work for a longer period of time uh, we're the ones that tend to obviously carry the actual child in pregnancy and experience all these physical changes to your body emotional changes your hormones are going crazy um, and it's almost overnight you're, you change and you're not too sure who you are. So I really want to talk about uh, where does your sense of identity go when you become a mother? You know, how do you regain your sense of identity outside of your role as a mother? And that is a real journey that I'm currently on. So I guess in terms of just going back for me a little bit to what is the exact moment I think felt like I lost my identity outside of being a mom I think the day I gave birth to my first daughter because basically what happens is I gave birth to her and throughout the pregnancy it's been great because it was really all about me um everybody was just spoiling me my husband was spoiling me my mom was spoiling me I had a really tough pregnancy again I will take some time and talk a little bit about my pregnancy and birth experience uh I was hoping to have my sister um and we were going to talk about um pregnancy and birth because we both went through it at the same time so I'm just hoping that we can tee up a time and then record that together um, but going back to today, at the day I lost my identity, uh, not lost my identity, but lost a, a big part of myself was when I gave birth. Because in that moment, when the baby was put on my chest, um, then other things happened and then we were wheeled to the ward. It was now no longer about me. For the first time in my life, I was not the center of anything. It was now the baby. So people would uh, call and ask, like, you have just been through a major, major event. Giving birth is no joke. It is definitely no joke. But the focus immediately shifts to your child. 
right like everybody's asking oh how's the baby we want pictures of the baby is the baby crying is the baby sleeping it's all you know is the baby this is the baby this everybody that's given birth and or that's become a new mom knows what I'm talking about it is very few people that will ask about you like ask how are you going how are you coping I mean you go from zero to a thousand the day you give birth like you go from zero in terms of having your freedom being able to do whatever you want more importantly being able to sleep and have a full night's sleep to now the whole world revolves around this little being um all the questions are this little being and there is this weight on your shoulder immediately because you have such a big responsibility to not only keep this little human being alive but to make sure that they thrive as well and that is such a weight on your shoulder and there's so much pressure that goes with that and I really felt that pressure and as a mother everybody looked more to me and I don't know if this has more to do with uh, my background or coming you know in terms of African culture where women are still traditionally the ones that take on that role and take on the larger burden of the responsibility when it comes to looking after the baby and anything that has to do with the baby and the household in general so I definitely felt that pressure and you know um so I get discharged um and then you're trying to figure out breastfeeding uh you're trying to figure out how to be a mom you're trying to figure out how to settle a baby how to change a nappy Oh, by the way, um, the first time I changed a nappy, I actually um, put her nappy on backwards. Like that is that's how clueless I was. Like my husband came in um, and then he was changing it again. And he said, oh, did you put her nappy backwards? And I was just so embarrassed. Like I just wanted to die. I was just so clueless about what this all meant right I was so naive going into motherhood I'm not even going to lie um and now looking back I realize how young I was it's funny how when you're a certain age you never think you're young but when you look back you're like geez I was so young so I was 25 when I got pregnant with my first and 26 when I gave birth to her so now when I look back I'm like oh my goodness I was so young so I was in a way still hadn't fully um developed my sense of identity and who I was I was still on that journey when I gave birth and then to be given this title this role which is such an honor but has so much weight to it of being a mother really had started to chip away at how do I balance the two right how do I still be me and then be a mother to my baby as well and and that's really hard and that's something that I also haven't figured out because I feel like right now my sense of identity is really tied into being a mom and my success is measured by how well my kids are doing not necessarily by me but by society there is as we know so much judgment on mums about everything right um how do I do her hair how do what do I feed her um how do I dress them you know um am I playing enough with them are they talking already all this tends to be it tends to be the mother that carries this burden like hardly anybody ever asked that and in fact my husband hardly ever knows what milestones or the exact 
age and months but I feel like if somebody asked me how many months my baby was and I was a bit like uh 10 11 months everybody would look at me and they'll be horrified like what you don't know the exact months the exact days the exact minutes that your baby is what kind of a human being are you you know, so it's 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 always there is just that imbalance in that so much more is expected of mothers in terms of how they mother uh, and the responsibilities that are placed on them. Um, you know, it is the responsibility that you're going to look after your household, you're going to keep the house clean, you're going to breastfeed, so much pressure to breastfeed, um, you're going to always do everything right and the moment that you make what is perceived to be a mistake um you are crucified for it you know you are shamed for it and if you've ever been on any of the mother's blogs you'll know what i'm talking about a simple mistake that i think pretty much everybody has done uh i remember for my first um i was putting her in the car uh, and I accidentally bumped her head and I immediately felt so horrible. But if you were to put that um, on, on, on the blogs or on, um, on the mother's group, the horror, like it would be like literally you try to murder your child. Like they do not accept the possibility that a mother is a human being who is going to make a mistake. And then don't even start me on uh, the fact that if you leave your child with someone else, that is now a sin. Uh, even if you leave your child with their father, who is their other parent, you still get judged, judged for it. So I think all those things, all that pressure from society really started to erode at my, my sense of self right uh and who i was and i think that's also comp that was compounded by going back to work right like now you don't you're judged for that as well by the way i hear a lot of people commenting why would you want your child to be raised by another person you know you should be at home you should be looking after your children well to start off with that's not always financially viable but also, even if it is financially viable, I think we should definitely have the choice because honestly, spending 24-7 with a little tiny human being, as joyous as it is, it is hard and it leaves you in a place where you feel really isolated, where you struggle to understand who you are. And the reason why I truly believe that it's so important to retain your sense of self is that we are with these kids. I was listening to a podcast, um, uh, Good Mama's Bad Choices, it's called, and they mentioned something that blew my mind. They said, you only have your kids for 18 summers, right? Now, when you say that, it sounds like such a short time, like what? Just 18 summers? That doesn't sound like a lot. So when you think about it, um, you know, it's that it, the time will go so quick. And eventually your kids will leave you. I know you don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But eventually your kids will leave you. So you have to think of, you have to think about it. In 18 summers, when your kids are out the door and they're living their best life, what are you going to be doing? Who are you going to be? To be? Because yes, sure, you're going to be their mother for the rest of your life, for the rest of their lives. But 
you're not always going to play such a crucial role. They're not always going to need you physically to the extent that they need you now. And sometimes even emotionally, there'll be times uh, ebbs and flows where they, they will start to need you less and then they'll need you a bit more. But if you have lost yourself completely in motherhood, if all your identity is wrapped up in motherhood, I fear that if that is me, I will get to 18, to, to them being 18, and um, I will have a crisis in life because I don't know who I am outside of being a mother, right? And, and, and that will be so tough, not only on me, but again on the kids, because what you will do is that you will put pressure on them to stay kids forever, to not explore, and you will try to live your life through them because you have given up everything and what that will do is it will actually one annoy your kids but it will put pressure on them to feel like they have to take care of you and kids should never have to feel like they 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 need to take care of you kids should feel like they have space to grow kids should feel like you're the person that's going to walk besides them and support them in their endeavors not the other way around that they have to be there for you or that you're going to fall apart without them being there so then that will stop them from potentially chasing their dreams because they don't want to move too far they don't want to um, do anything, you know, that will um, push you over the edge. So that is why I truly believe that I need to figure out a way of maintaining my sense of self. So how do I do that? Like, how do you actually do that? Because it, because it is so hard. The first few years of motherhood, it's like being in this vacuum. It just devours you, right? It devours all your time. Um, 24 seven, you're going, right. You are going during the day. You're going at night when they're waking up and you have to, you know, resettle them and get them back to sleep. Um, your brain is going, thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. It never stops, right? So how do you retain yourself, like your sense of self and your self-confidence? I think it's important to give yourself time away from your kids and I know that's like Ooh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna go away from your kids are you abandoning your kids your kids need you well guess what your kids will survive if you're not there 24 7 and I am one person that was guilty of this like I and I'm still guilty of it where I feel like if I am not there my kids are going to fall apart because I felt like that when I had to go uh, give birth to my second daughter and I was so stressed out about how my second daughter was going to survive like how was she going to survive without me being there was she gonna be okay she was gonna wake up in the middle of the night I, I had all these thoughts in my head but guess what she survived and I think a good way for you to do that is you need to expose your kids to other people and there needs to be other people in your network that you really trust uh, and that can really support you in that. For me, that's my mom. Like my daughters are really close to my mom. So if I need time out or I need to get away uh, or my husband and I need to go on a date night or anything like that, I feel so comfortable leaving them with my mom. And 
it, and and the funny thing is when I go and drop them off or my mum comes here, they barely even look at me when I'm going because they know that I'm going to be back and they're going to have fun with grandma. So, you know, having time away from your kids is crucial. Uh, it doesn't have to be days, you know, but although I feel like eventually I think it's okay for you to work it up work it up to going away on a mini break maybe two or three days without them I think that would be very refreshing I am putting that in my little um, manifestation box to be able to go away for two or three days post this lockdown no kids Uh, but it could just be as simple as four hours three hours date nights or if it's not date nights some of the things is getting my hair done that usually takes a bit of time Um, And I feel so refreshed like when you're not and by um, going away from your kids, um, working helps too. But when you're working, you're still exerting a lot of mental power as well. So it's not exactly like you're resting. Uh, But, you know, I find personally going to work actually helps me to be a better mum because I feel fulfilled in other ways that aren't just about being a mum. I feel like I am achieving and because as a human being, you are you have many facets and many aspects. You're not just one thing and you're not just fulfilled by one thing. So you can be completely f- fulfilled in your role as a mother and you needing something else doesn't mean that you're not a great mother. You needing something else simply means that there are many um, there are there are many aspects to you, right? And you just need to be fulfilled in different areas by different things, right? So the side of you that is family oriented, that, you know, loves your family is fulfilled when you're doing acts of service for your kids and for your family. And that's great. But then there might be the ambitious side of you that is fulfilled by going to work and achieving what you need to achieve at work. And then there might be another facet, uh, another aspect of you or that needs um, to be fulfilled spiritually. So you need to go and fill your cup in terms of spirituality. So there are lots of different layers to it. It is not simply about um, being one thing or being one person. And I think that is the problem is that society is trying to push us into one box, right? You can only be one thing. The saying that I love the most is that you can have everything, just not at the same time, right? And and that is the, that is the best saying I've ever heard because a lot of times we'll be like, I want everything, but... It is very rare that you will have everything at the same time. It is just not possible. And in fact, to have everything at the same time is to have unimaginable pressure on yourself. Because imagine trying to juggle all these hats, right? So you, what I mean by that is, for example, um, if you feel like you want to work, Uh, and you also want to look after your kids you don't want anybody else to look after your kids you want to do it all by yourself and be the so-called perfect mummy Um, but then you also want to work and 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 be this high achieving career woman and then you also want to be great spiritually whether that's you know what what you believe in whether that's going to church or um, other things that fulfill you spiritually um where do you find the time in the day to do all that something is going to give 
right? So one of the thing is you have to learn balance, whether that means getting someone that you trust to help you with your kids, uh, childcare or, um, you know, at, or at work, whether it's, um, you're still working, but only working part time. So then that will give you more time with the kids. Um, so, you know, so that will balance out that way. That is what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be all or nothing or nothing at all. It needs to be somewhere in the middle. And that is what I always try to do. It's not always easy. I don't always get it right, but I always try to balance and I don't beat myself up for things. Like, so if I cannot be with my kids 24 seven, and to be honest, guys, as much as I love my kids, I do not want to be with them 24 seven. I want to have a break. And I find that when I do uh, have a break from them whether it's they've gone to childcare and uh, I've gone to work and, and I'm doing work stuff and I come back I'm much more excited and I'm much more present when I spent like 24 7 with them I kind of start to detach throughout the day just because it's normal human like you cannot sustain that attention and that level of um, being present for that long Right. So, yes, so that's when, um, you know, I don't tend to engage in with them as, as much um, throughout the day if I am constantly with them. Right. Because I need like a mental break. Um, but if I've gone to work or I've gone away or I've gone on a date night, I come back and I'm much more present and I'm much more excited about being present. And they can really sense that and things generally tend to go well. Um, so that is how, you know, I recommend, um, and that is what I'm trialing in terms of how do I maintain my sense of identity, having time away from my kids, trying new things. So try new things without your kids. So try and find new interests, um, you know, and just try and evolve as a person. So the day you become a mother doesn't mean that that's the day your journey as a person ends. You are still a person first before you are a mother. And like I said, you still have needs that need to be fulfilled. So still push yourself to try new things, um, having time away from the kids, um, and whatever ambition, whatever goals that you had, don't give up on those. Don't give up on your dream just because you've on your dreams just because you've had kids. Like I said, you can do it. You just need to figure out how you're going to balance it. And the the best way for kids to learn is to see you doing. Talking helps, but when they see you doing something, when they see you in your place where you're passionate and you're thriving um, and you're happy and you're filled up, that is that is their doorway to having the best mother that they can. And that will show them later in life that it's not all or nothing, that they too can go and follow their dreams and follow the path that they want to follow um, and that even if they become mothers or parents later in life it doesn't mean that's the end for them and like I said in the end it's going to be beneficial for everyone it's going to be beneficial for your kids which is as mothers that's always our first thought okay I don't, you always think I don't want to be fat I don't want to be selfish how is this going to help my kids well I I, I just told you that it really will help your kids because first off, when we look at when they're getting older and they kind of want to have more freedoms, um, 
because you will have your own thing that you can pivot to uh, and you will have your own thing to focus on, your own thing that fulfills you. You will not just be waiting for them to fill this uh, role in your life and to fill this gap in your in your life. They will feel like they have more freedom because they'll know that you're okay. And I think as kids get older, they do tend to worry about their parents and they need to know that you're okay. And if they can see that you're okay and you're living your best life, then they're much more likely to go and live their best life. We never want to chain our kids to us, but we want to give them the gift of freedom because that's the best gift that, that you can give your child. Um, so that's important. And then even when they're younger, um, you feeling fulfilled will make you a much more present mother, um, a much more aware mother and probably a much more fun mother because you, when you feel happy and you feel like all aspects of you are being filled, uh, and fulfilled, then you're more likely, like I said, to be happier, more present, uh, and to be the kind of role model that, you know, your kids will truly want to see and truly want to be around and be inspired by. So that is, um, the episode for today talking about, you know, how do you regain, um, your sense of self and why is it important to maintain your sense of self when you become a mother? Um, so I hope you guys have, you know, gotten something from this episode. Um, so in finishing off as usual, I'm going to talk a little bit more about self-care and what I'm going to be doing for self-care, um, this coming week. So like I said, I've been, um, struggling a little bit with low mood, so I just want to really, um, keep on top of that um i'm gonna try and go for walks a little bit more i think i've been cooped up in the house way too long so i'm gonna try and go for walks um at least three times a week this week and just get out of the house as much as we're allowed to um and then also sitting in the sun the sun's really starting to come and shine here in australia we're going into spring so that's exciting um and just yeah just um trying to get some rest because i've been really fatigued um waking up uh, in the middle my youngest has been waking up quite a bit so i've been waking up as well so just try to get some rest and rest my body and see how that goes uh, so I'd love if you guys share with me some of your ideas for self-care and what you guys have been doing to take care of yourself because like I always say it is really important um, if you take care of yourself then your kids are automatically taken care of as well. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it um, please share this podcast um, and like and review um, through all um wherever you're listening to this podcast if you just like and review it that would be great thank you guys bye